Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. To my bed crimers, hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out the channel. Let me just ask that after listening to and or watching the video, if you found you enjoyed it, please do me a favor, smash that like button. And if you want to support the work I do, please consider a Patreon membership. You'll find a link in the description. Now, let's dig in. As if the Delphi case out of Indiana hasn't spent enough time on the slow boat to justice, now we find out that seven graphic crime scene photos were leaked. Did you guys hear about this? The hosts of the Murder Sheet podcast were sent these images from a source, and it is believed that the images originated from the prosecution's discovery, which was sent to the defense team. The word discovery refers to all the evidence that the state, meaning the prosecution, has gathered during their investigation, and they have to share it with the defense team. The murder sheet hosts Anya Kane and Kevin Greenlee verified that the photos were authentic, meaning that they came from the actual crime scene, and they then contacted the Indiana State Police and Richard Allen's defense team. Kane and Greenlee felt that both sides should know about this. Now, when they did a little backtracking and some research, they figured out that the leak came from an associate of one of Allen's defense team attorneys, Andrew Baldwin. This is obviously a serious issue. The fear is it could impede Richard Allen's trial. Note when the hosts of the murder sheet sent the information to Allen's defense team about the photo leak, they were not yet aware that the leak had actually come from the defense side. Here's how things went down. In early October, a photograph of a tree with a red marking on it in the shape of the letter F was released. The image purported to show the tree at the crime scene with the letter F on it. Now that tree was described in the 136-page court filing that Allen's attorneys recently released, in which they claim that their client is 100% innocent and that people who practice an ancient Nordic religion known as Odinism are instead responsible for the crime. But it's believed that image was a fake, as in somebody trying to recreate the scene and then pass it off as a legitimate piece of evidence. Then on October 5th of 2023, Anya Kane and Kevin Greenlee received the seven graphic and authentic crime scene photos. The host decided not to publish the photos out of concern for the investigation and for Libby and Abby's families. So the person who sent the photos to Kane and Greenlee apparently is not the original source. This person was passing them on to the murder sheet host because he or she wanted the leak to be, so to speak, plugged up. They were concerned that someone connected to the case was leaking actual evidence to the public. Now, this isn't the first time evidence has been leaked prior to a trial in a high-profile case. In March of this year, a video showing a state's witness offering information in exchange for leniency was leaked in the case against Atlanta rapper Young Thug. Jury selection was already underway when the leak occurred. 
The video of a 2021 interview was posted online, and it showed a witness offering to provide information in the investigation into Young Thug in exchange for leniency. In that case, the judge reminded prosecutors and defense attorneys that certain evidence must be kept secret until the trial. The judge said, quote, it affects everyone's right to a fair trial. I don't know who did this, but if this pertains to you, please amend your ways. You're playing a very dangerous game with your six-digit bar number, end quote. The attorney representing that case's defendant, Jaden Myrick, then filed a motion seeking a mistrial. The attorney wrote that this along with publicity and other, quote, courtroom incidents since the start of the trial, make it impossible for her client to receive a fair trial. The prosecution alleged that the defense leaked the video, noting that it appeared online less than a month after it was given to the defense attorneys. Was that a coincidence? The prosecution stated, quote, the state has absolutely no interest in leaking this video to members of the public, as its dissemination serves only to intimidate and harass witnesses called upon by the state to testify in a very serious and high-profile case, end quote. The prosecution also pointed out that it put their witness in grave danger, citing social media posts that labeled him a rat and a snitch. But another defense attorney said anyone could have gotten the video because prosecutors shared it using an unsecured link. Yikes. I mean, you'd think these attorneys would know that they have to use secure links and that they would make the effort to do so. Ultimately, the judge denied the motion for a mistrial and simply told the two sides to be more careful. Sounds like the judge just basically slapped their hands a little. But in the Young Thug case, the judge apparently could not trace the leak back to either the prosecution or the defense. And if you don't know where the leak came from, you can't really punish anyone, I guess. In the case of Richard Allen, the leak allegedly came from the defense side. So how will the judge handle that situation? I mean, it could look like they're trying to set Allen up for a mistrial. We're going to have to wait and see. There is a hearing scheduled for this Thursday so that Judge Fran Gull can discuss this in court with the two parties. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories.